All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, this is what we call Gator Tales. Um, as always, I'm Mr. Weich, and I have with me... Miss Prickett. And our guest today is... Mrs. Nichols. All right, Miss Nichols, can you tell me uh, what you teach? Well, this year I'll be teaching sixth grade science and computer tech for sixth grade and also a seventh grade computer tech class. Oh, I forgot you're teaching a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yep, a little bit, little bit different this year, so I imagine some of these students will help teach me with the computer yes. tech. But typically, you're just you're sixth grade science. Typically, sixth grade science. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, also, um, it should be noted that she's also part of the best uh, team, Team Six Two. <laughs> wow. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. I uh, would like to go against that and uh, <laughs> well, say it's that. you know. There's two of us against one of you, so I just I'm gonna put it out there like that. Hey, Miss Schmatzer. No, nope. mm -mm. <laughs> she's not. She's already had her chance to speak. Okay, so what we're gonna do, uh, the, the way this works is I kind of just we ask questions, but it ends up being more of a conversation. So we just the first couple questions will end up really being kind of like an interview, like you're interviewing for a job, right? It's just so that the students could know a little bit about you, and then um, then we have some personal questions. Okay. Uh, I say personal, but it's it's more questions to give us a little personality. Yeah. Who am I? Who are you? Well, <laughs> let's find out. I don't know. <laughs> um, so our first question will be, why did you decide to become a teacher? Um, and this also lists your previous jobs, because I know, like me, you are a career changer. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, it's funny, because my son, Tom, who uh, will be in the sixth grade with us this year, on the best team, yes, mind you. Yes, that's right. Um, mm -hmm. just asked me this question last night. He said, why did you become a teacher? Um, because I was a chemist before I started teaching um, for right at five years with a pharmaceutical company. So tell us a little bit about, uh, about being a chemist. Like, what did you do? So, uh, well, I got a degree in biochemistry, um, and so I worked as a quality assurance chemist um, at a, like I said, a pharmaceutical company. And uh, what I, my primary job was to basically make sure that the IV drugs that were being made were up to par. Uh, okay. So I would I could go in any time at two o'clock in the morning and it's like quality control. Yep, and work to eleven or work a normal shift from eight to five. It just depended on uh, what product we were running that day. But they would mix it and then they would bring it to me and I'd have to test to make sure it was the appropriate formula. Very cool. So I did that for five years. But the reason I, I started into teaching um, is when I had my my daughter Katie, who is going to be in the eighth grade this year at Rudolph Warden. Um, I just wanted to be home more with her. And after I'd been on maternity leave, I was like, gosh, it's just nice to be able to be home and mm -hmm. still wanted to have a career. And I thought, well, you know, what what job would allow me to have a good bit of time still with my children, um, but still have a career that's in a, in a field that I enjoy, which is science and teaching just kind of fell into my lap fairly quickly. Nice. Awesome. So how, how did you become a teacher? Because so you didn't go to school to be a teacher. <laughs> that's right. I had no experience whatsoever. I was scared to death the first year I had to go into teaching because sure. I had not had any experience. And so um, once I decided, hey, maybe I could go into this teaching thing, I thought it would take a year to do all kind of certifications. And I went to the district office in the town that I grew up. They needed a science teacher. It happened within a week. <laughs> and I had wow. to go through a special uh, certification program called PACE. And um, just because I was a critical needs area of science and math, uh, they allowed me to go ahead and start teaching that. It was literally a month later. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's wild. That's crazy. And then I got certified through that fast pace program over the next three years. But I was literally thrown into the fire with teaching. So it was, I was, I was shocked those first couple of weeks because I just had to kind of learn on my own. And where'd you start out? 
and so I was in Union County, which is where I was went to school, and I started at a middle school there and taught for five years, and then taught at the high school level before I came to Greenville. All right. So, um, <coughs> what is your, uh, I guess, your favorite part about being a teacher? Though this, um, I, I kind of like to think of this question as, what is your end goal? Yeah. Well, you know, I think a lot of people when they think teaching, it's it is about teaching your content, your subject, but really for me, it's about making connections with young mm -hmm. people. Um, like I said, uh, the reason I went into it was because I wanted to be home with my children. But once I started teaching, it was just, you know, something just comes over you when, you, when you're working with young people and, and you see the quintessential light bulb go off. And not just about learning, but you're helping people with, you know, issues they may have in their personal life because we all have issues. Mm -hmm. um, and just to be able to, to help someone kind of grow through especially these middle school years because these are tough years so um that really kind of stagged me that first year when I had to just teach people from all different walks of life and and realized it was a lot more than about science it was really just about making those personal connections with these young students because I don't call them kids anymore they're y'all are young adults mm -hmm. all right so uh tell me uh, how do you think that your students would describe you and this is not just a <laughs> you know, rosy picture yeah. that we're looking for. We're yeah. looking for uh, kind of a real a real talk. Yeah. How would your... Well, I think the first thing I think most students know is that, that I do care about them. The, they know that, mm -hmm. that what I... The expectations that I set up when they first come in the classroom, um, they know that I'm going to have a rigorous content with, with what we're going to do, our activities. They know that it's going to... I'm going to expect a lot out of them. Um, they may not want to hear that at first, that I'm, I'm going to uh, give them a lot to, to work on, to challenge them. But when we're in that classroom, I think they would say that um, I listen, I'm respectful, um, and I expect the same back from them as well, of course. Yeah. Um, I think funny at times. Um, <laughs> but overall, I think they know that I'm, I'm serious about what I'm doing, and I expect a lot from them. Okay. Uh, it can be... Just give me a little more. Um, I I do I, I write down you know both good and bad. I don't mean <laughs> bad like um, like for me I said that I was I do go down rabbit holes. Yeah. Um, where I wouldn't say easily distractible. Right. I always know where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> right. And where I'm supposed to go, and I always circle back. But I do kind of go down that, you know. Yeah, and I think I, I'm probably guilty of that as well. Um, I love to tell stories, uh -huh. so I think you can always tie almost any story back to the content, even in science. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think, um, that and I know to it too. You know, I think the students think, "Oh, we can get her off topic," but it, it's an intentional off topic because you need a brain break every now and then. And yeah, so well, um, the students get to know you more. Yeah, exactly. Too, which I think when you when you just have an open conversation with the students, they um, that makes those better connections that I talked about in the beginning. All right. Okay, so can you tell me, um, I guess, do you have a favorite topic in teaching? In like, teaching? And, uh, yeah, well, and tell me why. <laughs> uh, this is with you in your content area. Obviously, your favorite topic is science because that's what you teach. Right. Well, it'd have to be weather for sixth grade. So, you I know, I've taught all kind yeah. of different uh, topics through the years that I've taught through through 12th grade. But um, for sixth grade, it would have to be weather. And and. All of these future students coming in will know that. So I'm just obsessed with everything weather, from whether it's hurricanes and tornadoes to especially snow and cold weather. So 
Uh, I'm going to be that teacher that takes you outside and runs around the snow when everybody else gets mad because I'm getting everybody wild up, you know. <laughs> Why weather? Oh, I was about to ask that. Oh, yeah, um, I'm sorry. No? Yeah. I really don't know. I, I've always had a fascination since I was little with weather, um, and not just one particular type. Um, I remember as a child even watching the Weather Channel and thinking it was fascinating, which other people would think, what's wrong with her? Um, <laughs> but Did you ever consider a career? I have, and I still have considered it. I think if... If I can find a degree program online, just because I'm so busy with my own children and yeah. my own personal things in life, if I can find an online degree program, I have not uh, ruled that out yet of actually still getting a meteorology degree. But I, I don't know. I've always it's just something about it. Um, it's just exhilarating to me when when there's a storm coming in, whether it's like I said, a thunderstorm, snowstorm. It's just exciting to me. You know well, that you're you're new. Oh, we're, we're okay. We're, 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 we're on the same page. No, no, you, you go ahead. You, you go say it. You say it. <laughs> well, I was just going to also say that uh, we're, I don't know if you've uh, already discussed this, but Miss Jeffcoat also, her favorite topic is weather. Oh, is so that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Can no, and, and have some good chats about that. Well, a, s- a side conversation there. Miss Jeffcoat and I grew up together. I don't know if she talked I was about bring that. that up too, yes. <laughs> but oh. we went to school together for many years from the time we were little. We were in Girl Scouts together. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have a, a pretty good connection, too, which never would have thought that two of us would be here at the same obscure school here in Greenville County. Teaching the same subject. Yeah. Teaching the same subject. Yeah. Same grade, same subject, and have the same favorite topic as well. How about that? Did y'all know that you were, because you said you were I've always into weather? I've always been into weather. So, I mean, did you were y'all weather buddies? No, in no. In Girl Scouts? I don't, I don't remember <laughs> having that, because I, I think I pretty much, I was so shy when I was little, so I didn't talk about a whole lot. Okay, I okay. I was just, and she'd probably tell you that, too. I was just so shy. And I think my students, once they get to know me, oh, how could you be shy? But I was so crippling shy, actually. I have the same so question I, here, too. I probably too. didn't uh, speak about much of anything, actually. <laughs> so with being shy as a, um, I guess, as a student, as a, as a child, you think that helps you uh, as far as your teaching goes? Because we definitely have some shy students. I mean, yeah, because I can definitely identify with people who uh, do not want to speak up. Uh, when you do group projects, I try to do the best I can to help coach them along because I, I very well know how uh, intimidating that is to get up and speak in front of people, especially mm-hmm. by yourself. So I always try to kind of have like a buddy with you. You know, th- those are things that are always in my mind because I know exactly how students feel that are super shy. And don't really want to speak up. So maybe give me some uh, give me some advice. I mean, I'm I'm not shy, but give me give if me some advice. If you were shy, if I was shy, <laughs> and I'm coming into sixth grade, I mean, what? Because you're going to do, you are going to do group projects. Well, That's right. who knows what it, this year is going to look like? Obviously, we don't know. But I can tell you from a social studies standpoint, we are constantly doing Try projects. To do them, yeah. I mean, I mean, right. everything you're doing is projects. You're rarely taking notes in our class. Right. And a lot of them are group because yeah. you got to suck it up and Well, I think the biggest the biggest fear is you're going to get up there and you're not going to what to say. You're mm-hmm. going to forget. So it's practice. It's practicing at home. It's repeating what you need to say over and over until you thoroughly know your information. And that takes a little bit of the edge off. Um, and then and you just ultimately have to come to terms with it and face your fear. And once you do it once, that anxiety drops a little bit and then once you do it again it drops a little bit more so the more you do it and the more exposed to it so that exposure definitely helps but knowing the content you've got to know whatever you're presenting you can't just get up there and wing it especially if you're shy <laughs> yeah <laughs> you've never seen that from students uh, people uh, wing it no, oh never. no never no. not at all <laughs> winging it <laughs> um so let's see uh 
what I also have is what should your students know about you to be more successful? And this is, um, I like to think of this as more kind of your classroom management style, things that they can expect. Also, we have written down like your pet peeves because we all have things <laughs> in class that we're like, just don't do it in my class, please. <laughs> okay. I mean, probably don't do it in anybody's class, but right. really don't do it right. in my class. Well, wh I think what they should expect from me, um, you've got to be organized, and I'm sure probably every teacher has said this. Sure. Um, you're coming from elementary to middle school. You're juggling a, a lot of different teachers, a lot of different subjects. So if you're not one that's super organized, that's something you really need to say, you know, I need to work on that this year. So that's that's one big thing. Um, what else did you ask me? Pet like peeves. Pe like pet peeves. Oh, pet like peeves. I can tell you that right now. My biggest pet peeve <laughs> is um, chewing sounds. So you are not going to be chewing, chewing so gum in my room. <laughs> what do you not <laughs> oh, like I don't like hair? that either. Listen, I, can't, I don't know what it is, and I know there's a name for that too, and it's been more prevalent in the, you know, social media about, sounds and chewing sounds but that sure. gets all my last nerves yes so i, I don't you, you shouldn't have food really in and uh gum in a laboratory setting so i'm yes. trying to teach you appropriate safety procedures anyway so i'm thankful i teach science because that means we just cannot have chewing gum in the room and also with your whole you know covid stuff in place you probably should keep your hands away from your mouth as much as possible yes face mm -hmm. because when you sit down in your classroom, you will be um, allowed to take off your mask. So, Yeah, and, and I think another pet peeve of mine is mm. students who are deliberately trying to put somebody else down. Mm. Uh, that, that's something that really bothers me um, because we all have good and bad days. Mm -hmm. We all have struggles in life, and I just, I just want to see students always encouraging each other, whether you like that person or not. So that's a big pet peeve of mine to see somebody putting somebody else down. So I guess you could come back to saying respect, right? That's right. Back to the respect, which was the big rule for me in my classroom. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, I think it's one of the, it's one of the, it doesn't sound like it's it's a tough thing for students to understand, like, respect. Of course, I mean, of course you want to be respectful of people, because I think as far as human beings go, that is essential to us. We understand that, that that's something that we all want. That's but right. it's hard to know. Sometimes I feel like sixth graders have a hard time understanding that they're being disrespectful. Uh -huh. Right. And it's not, doing uh, you know, and not doing things just for a show. You know, I think a lot of times that when people stuff. are disrespectful, it may not be malicious. It may not be, that may not be the intent. It's just really to get attention. And so the quicker they can learn, yeah, we can get over that, you know, the better off they're going to be. Yeah, it's tough. Some, I mean, I get it. Personally, I'm, you know, I do like to be, you know, center stage, at least in my classroom. And I like to... <laughs> And I work best with I an audience. I can imagine you <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that I know, way, right? Mr. White. What uh -huh. are you talking about? <laughs> and, uh, Center stage. And I, I, I d and it's it's a tough thing to be able to rein that in. And yeah. I think students, they're looking for that instant gratification sometimes, as mm -hmm. opposed to where that's going to hurt them long run. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's this year. I really want us to have a really tight felt family community with this weird, strange, crazy year we're going to have and less people in a classroom. So I think it's more important that we do respect each other and, and really work on developing a community in our classroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do Count think that's, on each other. That, that, yeah. that's just really important because we're not going to be able to have that that true, you know, this is my first period class. My, my first period class, you know, they they had a more of a connection with mm -hmm. each other because they knew that was my homeroom class right. too, like last year. Yeah. But you're not going to have that this year. You, I that's mean, right. I might have 
you know, 18 people in my first period class, but it doesn't mean that all 18 kids are ever going to sit in the same class as each other. That's right. Yeah. Which is wild to think about. I know. It's just crazy. Okay. So uh, before we move on to some more personality type questions, I was going to ask you, um, as one of our resident science teachers, <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about COVID. Hmm. What you want to talk about? Okay, so um, <laughs> so you we were in a meeting earlier today. Uh, mm-hmm. Those of you that don't know, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but we are now we're actually in school, which is exciting because we get to hang out with our with our colleagues right. that, that, that that we've been missing since March, March instead of Zoom meetings. Instead yeah. of Zoom meetings, which actually you know people complained about it, but I loved how we had Zoom meetings because <laughs> it like. Well, with some some form of connection. Yeah, because yeah, it, it gives nice. you that some c- sense of normalcy. Gives yeah. you that connection, and mm-hmm. for, for those people out there that are saying that teachers don't that teachers want to be lazy and they don't want to no, we want to see each other. We want to see y'all. Right. I mean, that's, and that's the big thing. So, um, Ms. Nichols here brought up a good point in, um, the meeting about contact tracing. So, Mm -hmm. and I I don't think, I think some of the teachers might not have known (laughs) what that was, that calling people out. (laughs) But, um, I do. And and I, I know that students definitely do not know what that is. So why don't we, um, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about contact tracing? Well, I was just, you know, I think one of the things students have to think about this year is, I know in my room personally, I have bought some little um, index protector cards, basically. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll stick to the table. So they're going to see this when they come in my classroom. And I can slide an index card in there. Um, it's something that I don't want the students to touch because it's going to be super important for us to know who has sat in what exact you. location. So, <laughs> uh-huh. when we talk about contact tracing, let's say a particular student tests positive for this COVID virus, then anybody that person has been in contact with, with that's in a distance of less than six feet, possibly or may not have had their mask on or off, um, that's one of the things a school district or, or, or health officials are going to want to know is how many people have been in contact with that person who tested positive. So if we have very accurate records of who is sitting where in each classroom, related arts, wherever you go in this building, then you know who all has been exposed or potentially been exposed to mm-hmm. that student. So that's a little bit about contact tracing. Um, so I think it's important that we know, it's very important we know where everybody's sitting any time. I know in past years, people always think about teachers putting students at a desk, maybe alphabetically or just depending on different reasons. Uh, but this year, it's very important that we always know where they sit. So you may not have a m- many seat changes this year because it's going to be no. very important that yeah. we know where people yeah. are to help for your own safety. Okay. So along with this, um, I've been thinking personally about, you know, now that school's creeping up on us. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's upon us. We're in, we're in school right now. What can we possibly do as a nation, you know, to make this easier? Because, you know, people will be like, well, France and Germany were able to go back to school. Yeah, mm-hmm. but South Carolina has more positive tests. Yeah, the percent positive. Than, we're, we are, than, of, than France and Germany. Yeah, as of last combined. Friday, we are the fifth um, state in the country that has the most percent positive. And you got to think that and these states are more than countries yes in the other countries in the world which is mind-boggling but Mm -hmm. i've been trying to think well what one thing if if i could do one thing what one thing could i do to make covid i guess more manageable or or or, or at least get us to the point where we can actually have semi-normal life 
Right, and it's going to go back to the mask. So the biggest thing that all of us are going to have to do is wear those masks sure. all the time. Uh, there's going to be a few exceptions when you're eating or when you are um, sitting at a desk where you are well within six feet of anybody else. You could take it off. But if you're out of that desk, out of that chair, that mask has to be on. And it's not just on my mouth. It's got to be covering your nose, your mm-hmm. mouth. Yep. And, and it needs to be not just at school. It's now when you go back to your home and you're going to stores or you're going out to places you need to have that mask on because that's that's where it's going to become a problem with all of us intermixing here in the school and all the different places we're coming from you've got to have those masks on all the time um what about the carbon monoxide that that i'm breathing in and it's going (laughs) to make me pass out well that is one of the most ridiculous arguments i've ever heard no i mean if if a surgeon doesn't pass out after 10 hours wearing a mask during surgery? That's right. Guess what? If, if you baseball fans, if Mike Trout can run the bases off a home run with a mask on, we can sit in a classroom not moving yeah. no <laughs> with a mask kidding. on. No kidding. So. Uh, for me personally, I was thinking about it, and I think um, I think we need rapid fire tests. Like I'm talking yeah. about like within an hour because then yeah. because then you could, I mean, it might be, it might cost a lot of money, but if you could test me twice a week when I come into the school you could test right. every child when they come into school right have a lot less and then you can and then you can quarantine those, those people that get it I mean yeah. that's that's rapid fire yeah, I mean you, you could that's actually like what the sports do right well that's I mean, what they're right. and and they're still having problems yeah it's because they're, they're not accurate yet so yeah. yeah if we could get a very accurate rapid fire but that, even that would really help but even like 40 percent accurate is better than zero oh, percent anything sure. right anything's better than nothing <laughs> which is which <laughs> is kind of where we're at yes um <laughs> Okay. And, I w- and I would say, um, mm-hmm. as far as if if you feel sick, if you're a student and you you get up and ready, it's your day to come. It's your coded day to come. If you don't feel well at all, you don't need to come. So uh, it, test to make sure if you've got a fever. This I, is for I, the I can, parents too. This is for the parents too. And, and what, one thing that I've kind of set up because you know, I've got two children that are coming to this school, just you know, just like everybody else and. So I have like a little COVID box, and, and I've got a, I bought a new thermometer and wow. got all these little supplies. So I'm just, you know, if we're going to check those temperatures and make sure they're good to go and make sure there's no other symptoms they're experiencing. Um, because if, if, if you think you could possibly have it or have been exposed to it, you obviously do not need to come to school that day. Yep. All right. So that's another one. Very cool. All right. So uh, next up, we're going to talk, we're going to get a little bit personal here. Um, in a good way, hopefully. <laughs> so we're going to start with, uh, it, this is kind of a favorites categories. Okay. Okay. So I want to know what your favorite book. Uh, you can do, it, and I, I've told people you can break it into two. You can do like professional, favorite professional book, favorite book that read, even a guilty pleasure book. I don't care <laughs> how you take it. It's what is your favorite yeah. book? I'd say it probably my favorite book would be uh, Sense and Sensibility, Jane oh. Austen, the classic. Wow. Um, but I'm, I, okay. I'm a big just, uh, you know, I'm science, so I'm, I'm just yes. a big nonfiction reader. I enjoy reading stuff like that. All right. I'm top, a researcher. Top, I'm a top researcher. nonfiction, like thing that kind of just well, I mean, blew just your mind like open. It, just anything. I'm, I'm just a researcher. So mm. uh, when somebody says, what's your hobby? I'm going to sound like the biggest nerd because I just love to research. <laughs> So well, it could be any, <laughs> hush your mouth. It could be uh, articles. It could be uh, magazines. It could be okay. know, even scientific journals. These are things that I actually do enjoy. So, and I'm a planner. So that's that goes right hand in hand with that. Very true. 
Awesome. Okay, so uh, movies, TV. Uh, we're we're going to do movies first, and and I like to break this into two as well. What is your favorite movie? Now, this this is guilty pleasure. This is the movie that you have seen more than anything. You're on TV. You're flicking through TV, and boom, that movie's on. I'm gonna sit down and watch it. And then um, you can take it as well to what do you think the best movie is? Like the best movie, oh a movie God, a movie that you've terrible. seen probably a lot too. But oh you, the my favorite movie or the movie that I've watched the most is not in any way, shape, or form the best movie. movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the first thing that's coming to mind is probably The Wizard of Oz, just because I've seen it so many times. Wow. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. Just from a child and growing up. <laughs> the weather thing, you know, a tornado. Uh, twister. <laughs> it's a twister. Um, well, I know that... Uh, that's I know probably the one I've watched the most, I would I would say. I know that Katie has definitely uh, yes. dressed as... And Katie um, loves... My daughter, Katie yes. loves... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, your yeah. daughter, Katie. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, Probably more than I do, actually. So, now what would be the one that I think is the best movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. That's, that's really tough. A movie that, that just sat with you. You're like, oh, my God. You, you think about I'm it. I'm sitting here thinking about Remember the Titans. <laughs> because hey. Mr. Watch yeah, is here. I like that movie. And we've talked about this. We have. The motivation. We, yeah. Like, it's just an awesome motivation movie to uh, for a teacher and getting started and well, I there's a, you would have to uh, like I would I would have a favorite movie for every genre probably. Sure. And I'm a big Star Wars fan and I'm a big Marvel fan. So okay, those hit me with genre then. Th- th- all of those. So what? So 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 what genre is your is your go to genre then? Uh, oh, you got this. Come on. It probably. I mean, I, lo- I love romantic comedies. Fifty First Dates. That one I've seen probably fifty times too. Okay. That's a silly. Just a Fifty First Dates. Adam silly Sandler. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Adam Sandler. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, where she uh, has like amnesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, she has yeah. amnesia. Okay, it's just one. silly. That's okay, a good one. Okay, so uh, TV. Hmm. Now, now we can always do a guilty pleasure show because uh, a lot of people have given me some trashy, um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, reality TV. reality TV, and that's fine because we we all need to decompress. But then there's but then there's like a show that you're like, oh god, it's so good. Mm. I just don't watch TV much anymore. That's a problem. Um, the, the guilty pleasure would definitely have to be keeping up with the Kardashians, Oof. and that's that's one just because <laughs> I try not it, to judge. It is a, a hush your mouth. That is, <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is that is definitely just because it's mind numbing. Because even my husband would be like, "Why are you watching this stuff?" It, it's just a mind numbing. I don't because I'm one that will sit and dwell on things. I, I'm constantly. Uh, <laughs> analyzing everything of every part of a day and so when i watch that you know as you said trash tv yes <laughs> I, it it lets me escape so that's a definitely an escape i think that's what everybody who's show. mentioned a reality tv has, yeah. has it said is. too it's it a is. good little mindless yeah absolutely so it's so, it's so, so ridiculous so tell me like so tell me the, the great the great shit like the the one that you're like it blew you away the TV show? Yeah, TV show that, that blew you away. Because there, I mean, there's really good, t- especially now, I think we, uh, the, the streaming era is has put out phenomenal TV because there's so much money in it. I mean, I... There's so much money in it. So you, you get, like, high quality, I great actors. I think the movie theaters are eventually going to... Oh, die, squash. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and COVID doesn't help, you know? Yeah. The independents will go down first. Hmm... I'm going to tell you, I'm just really more of a YouTube person. I just really <laughs> watch a lot of YouTube stuff. What do you watch on YouTube? People, things you don't want to know. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> what was that, what's that one's like name I, that uh, is like super, two years ago, you told me about it because the kids were talking about it. They were having some Casey sort of Neistat? battle. 
Was that Casey Neistat? No, that was. Oh, you're talking about Mr. Beast. Yeah, and, and and at the T series when they were having yes, that whole competition. Yes. What? I think because my kids are all in a YouTube, I think that that, and then of course I watch stuff that they don't care about, like you know these family bloggers and different Oof. things like that too. And mm-hmm. mommy so, bloggers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mormon mommy bloggers. Okay. So I think, um, but then also I probably watch stuff the kids probably like too. So I just uh, Casey Neistat's one of my favorite. Okay. okay. M- more founding fathers of uh, YouTube, I would say. Wow, founding fathers of YouTube. Okay. <laughs> what, what, since 2007? <laughs> <Big> yeah. <statement. laughs> hey, I mean, so choose a superpower. One superpower. Ooh, a superpower. Yep. Only one? Only one. Well, you if, you word it, if you word it correctly. Well, you could be a lot. Yeah, so I'm not going to cheat the system. I won't do oh, that. Oh, I definitely cheated the system. <laughs> I can imagine what yes. you said. Um. I would probably. I, I, I was going to say reading minds, but I think that would drive me crazy because mm-hmm. I would analyze it to death. So well, I'm you not can't do turn that. it off. Yeah, right. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'm probably just going to go with flying because I don't. You're I the have third a, flyer. I have a. I have a fear of flying. So if I can control the flying, oh. then, oh. then I, I could do it. Interesting. Yeah. I've had a lot of horrendous airplane incidences, oh. so I, I don't like flying. Is anymore. that why you're a cruise ship person? Um, that is why I love to cruise. I had to find another way to get to a lot of different places. <laughs> the world, so See? cruising became a big hobby for me because plane flying is like terrifying. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that you feel like you'd be okay just out in the air just yourself. Well, I, it's all about control. That's why I don't like flying okay. anymore because you I can't. It. I can't. If it's going down, we're going down. I can't yeah. control that yeah. unless I had a parachute and get to get away from the <laughs> <laughs> yeah jumbo Bring jet your parachute. engine. <laughs> um, well, then you could say you're. Uh, <laughs> impervious to anything and <laughs> yeah. just can fly anywhere you want. That's right. If I can control yeah. it, it's different. So uh, that's why I okay. do it. Uh, one of the one of the big questions, the one that that matters that you will probably answer poorly, is uh, teams. What kind of teams? Ooh, we're sports talking about sports teams, teams here. Now, well, well, let's, let's let's go. Let's let, roll. Let's start with professional. Okay. Okay. Uh, baseball. Uh, that's gonna be a toss up between the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. and, and Yankees. Um, Why the Yankees? Because my family's always been a big fan. My, uh, I have okay. a grandfather who was born in 1895. Can you believe Oof. that? 1895. Um, 1895. Um, he was 50-something when he married my mm-hmm. grandmother. And she was like 20-something years younger. Good. And he was a <laughs> he was a <laughs> he was a big Yankees fan, and that just kind of went through our family, and so we've all okay. been kind of Yankee fans. And uh, but I've also Braves just because of proximity. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, do you do NHL? No, not really. I've uh, been to the Hurricane game. Yeah. Just yeah. because Clay Aiken was there, and I used to love some Clay Aiken <laughs> on American Idol. Wow. I he had was box the first winner, right? To meet, to meet uh. him. Yeah, I got to meet him, get his order. So wow. any – um, okay, so we did NHL, uh, NBA. Do you follow uh, yeah, NBA? Yeah, see, I, I used to be a huge NBA fan in the 90s. Uh, my dad and I always went to – See the Charlotte Hornets all mm-hmm. the time. So, uh, Me too. The, and, and then I was I was really big with the Lakers and um, the Boston Celtics back in the day. Okay. If I had to say today. Yeah, today. I would. I, it was the Warriors for quite some time. I'm not sure that's that's it anymore. They've changed so much. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we did NBA. Do you have any solo sports? Golf, tennis, NASCAR could even be one. Um, <laughs> I would consider I don't that like a so- NASCAR. Um, I consider that solo, sort of. Yeah. You have a team, but. I, you know, when I was in college, I play, I 
to get out. We had to do a PE actually at at, at my school. And we so had to do one a semester or sorry one one a year at mine. Oh okay, only one. Do four. So I took golf. Crazy. And and I became like Kathy Gilmore. I I, I got so frustrated with it because it was so I, I'm so nice. competitive, and so you know by hole eight I was just picking the ball up and throwing it. You know, I, yeah. I was done. I was checked out. You were your own sand trap. <laughs> yes, yeah. hilarious. Okay. I was right. Yeah. Okay. NFL. Oh. It's only one correct well, answer right now. I'm probably going to say the Panthers. Thank you. Um, I used to be uh, with Tom Brady and the Patriots, but now all that's that's uh, all shaken up. So I don't know. Tampa Bay, are we going there? I no. Don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> Why were you a Patriots fan? I did not know this. And it's and because of Tom Brady? Come on now. <laughs> oh. I was a Patriots fan. But Car- I would still say Carolina was first, though. Now, I might pull for the Patriots this year because Cam's on there, and I think the yeah, Panthers did him dirty. Ask you that. I and ask I, you I that. think the Panthers did him dirty, and I and I still, you know, you can say whatever you want about Cam. I think he's a genuine. I think he's a genuine person. He doesn't care what you think. Oh, that's true. And and, and like I want him to get a Super Bowl, I, I do. And you know, if anybody can give him a Super Bowl, it's Bill Belichick. That's true, but I don't know. So many people have opted out this year because they're trying to get old Trevor Lawrence up there. <sighs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know well, the, well, the, the Patriots year. will never, will never be low enough unless they want to. Uh, if they just tanked on it, purpose. It, no, well, even if they tanked, I don't think they could ever get to. You don't think like, they'll be the, low enough to get them? No, it, not unless that they were willing to mortgage their the rest of their, uh, um, uh, I guess, everything yeah. on, uh, on like giving up first-round picks for the next four years. I just don't see the Patriots ever able to go that far down. And Probably I think you'd right. have to worry that if they were going to do it, I, I don't see Bill Belichick ever being on board. Probably not. You know, that's not his. That's yeah, not that, his I mean, nature. That's not his way. And mm-hmm. and Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Sixth yes. round pick. That's right. But but also Tom Brady benefits a lot from having his first three Super Bowls for having an ama- amazing defenses around well, yeah, him yeah. and having the greatest uh, coach coach of all time. Yeah, that's true. Hands down, the greatest coach of all time. Okay, um, college. Well, <laughs> you know, I went to Converse College, so yes. uh, growing up, I was always a, a Gamecock fan, uh-huh. um, but my husband graduated from Clemson, and so he's obviously a diehard Clemson fan, so I, I, I this, you know, people act like you can't have, you can't pull for both, but if you they're can't. not pull, it, it, well, I'm, I'm just that's why. You're from I, South Carolina, I, girl. Come on. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not crazy about the somebody college else football. said that. I'm, a, I'm just shady. a college football yeah. fan. Like I love I get that. I get college that. football. I, I love, and it's kind of disheartening if it may not happen this year. But I know if, if that's the case, then that's what happens. But I just love college football. Uh, the excitement, the energy of it. I love it w- way more than. Um, professional football. Just waking up on a Saturday and knowing you got a full slate of games. Yeah. Oh, I do yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be a sad day if if we don't have college football and then we'll have NFL for like, I don't know, a month. Maybe, like maybe, a month. We'll, maybe we should have game days here for, for school, game days <sighs> for science and yeah. game day for social studies. We need to be teams. I agree. <laughs> we'll have to come up with something. I mean, I don't even know what we're going to do, but okay. So, uh, but so anyway, you, anyway, answer your question. Yes. I, I, I would say I'm a Gamecock fan. Uh, through and through, but I still pull for Clemson if they're not playing Carolina. You know, you can make – I mean, it, it's possible to, to make the change. Um, I heard well, my son ba- is. <laughs> Bar- Bargeron ha- was a diehard Gamecock fan. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yes, until 
until his wife went to school at Clemson, and he was at Western Carolina, and then he went oh. to be with her. Gotcha. And then he didn't take any of his Gamecock shirts, obviously. <laughs> and then now he is the man he is. I he, didn't know that. Yeah. Well, my my there, there's my a daughter cure for is still illness. a Carolina fan, but Tom is definitely a diehard Clemson fan, and he has been since he was little. So, well, but he's a bandwagon fan, though. I think he jumped because Clemson was winning so much, but. He's been Clemson for quite some time, though. Kids, kids do that. that. That's why. That's why you have kids that are like Patriots fans who, <laughs> who grew up in the South, and you're like, no, no, no. That's not the regionalism. Is that bothers me? Whatever. That's true. All right. Um, two questions left. Okay. Personal hero. Now, and th- and this is like, who do you want to have? You got 30 minutes, live or dead, to meet with somebody, to talk to them, like like some somebody that you just that I guess has made an impact on you. I mean, scientists from history. I don't know. It's it's well. I, it, when I when I say that we're here, and, you could, and you could speak the language, you could speak their language too. So if they're you know, I I would I would still have to say my mother would be my hero. I, I couldn't right. speak on somebody that I have not had a very close relationship with. And uh, okay. she, when we go back and talk about me being so shy as a child, she is the one that helped me get out of that she's the one that that coached me along and 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 helped make me who I am I, I I believe so I don't think I could I mean there's obviously lots of people in science and different fields of life that I've admired and respected but I don't think I could put that hero word on anybody but someone I've had a, a very close relationship which very my cool. mother. all right our last question um it's about music now mm. we're gonna start out well questions um we're gonna start out with I need to know your favorite song all-time all favorite and favorite band. They don't have to be, you know, the favorite band doesn't have to put your favorite song. So give me your favorite band. These are so hard. I know. I mean, you want the favorite song first? It's up to you. Oh, my Lord. Take it as you want. See, I love all music except for country, which that, I know I'm from the South, and I know I probably sound like a hick. I would say, I mean, you, you I got, got a, got a nice country little accent. Alabama mm-hmm. accent here in South Carolina, I think. But I love all music, and, and that's because I was a dancer all my life, uh-huh. um, and ballet predominantly, so I, I love classical music, um, but I love hip-hop, and I love rap, and I love R&B, and how do you pick one song? What song ha- do you play more than anything? Like, a, a lot of a lot of people have been pulling this from their, from their childhood, like, I mean, you know, or you, when you were a teenager, you got in a car, and you were driving around, and this is the song that you kept playing on repeat. One song. Well, if I the only say thing w- that comes to my mind because okay, this, yeah. this that, that that probably differs from year to year. Sure. Is what I just you know oh yeah. I like this song I'm gonna just play this one round the clock. Oh, maybe Sweet Home Alabama. I don't know. Well, one more time into the mic. Wait, what was that? Sweet, Sweet Home, Home Alabama. Alabama. All right. Maybe. Mm, okay. Maybe. Put a little War Eagle on that. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Well, I mean, I don't know the traditions, so that makes sense, I guess. It would if you uh, had gone to Auburn. Yeah. Or <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> right. Right. Um, okay. So band. Favorite band. Have you? Uh, do you like? Do you like to go see live music? I haven't in a long time. That's not really ever been a big thing for me. Did you ever see a one band multiple times? No. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the last person. Now this is this is going to be so contradictory. What I just said. The last person I saw was Garth Brooks. Okay. <laughs> My husband wanted to go see him, so I went with him when he was at the Bond Secure. What was that, about two years ago? 
Probably, yeah, I think so. Favorite band? Mm. Play it like Desert Island. You you have to listen to one band for the rest of your life, their whole catalog. Oh, my Lord. But what band's it going to be? That might be the Beatles. Okay. Maybe. Well, they have a huge catalog, too, so that's nice. But um, U2, I like U2 as well. Oh. They, they have pretty good. You know, U2 has a um, has a Sirius XM channel. I know. That's what I was trying to think. Like, if you were talking about a whole catalog, I'm going to have to come up with somebody that's got a lot of stuff. I'm a big Elvis fan, too. I've always liked Elvis. All right. Uh, well, I like his choice in dogs. <laughs> yeah. The Basset. <laughs> the Basset Hound. Taking care of business, TCB. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, today's, today's stuff, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, well, let's come back to that. Um, karaoke song. Now, th- this is th- this is different than your favorite song, obviously, right? Like th- well, this that's is. A pretty, that's ca- Sweet Home Alabama's a good karaoke could, one. That could be the okay. same. Okay. <laughs> okay. It could be. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so you, you're at a karaoke club. You go up on stage. That would be that would be Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. You're not hey, the. Sh- that was mine. Yeah. I say you're not the you're not the first one to say this. <laughs> we could get up there and do it together. There you go. You make it a duet. We would ace that. Okay. I like it. Now, our last one, and one of my favorite ones, is um, entrance music. Let me set you up. Is what? Entrance music. Oh. Let me set you up. Like we're running onto the field kind oh, of thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh so uh, so it is, it's 730, right? We're on, you're on duty. Mm-hmm. I'm over here in the, um, I'm watching the kids in the pod because all the kids are sitting down in the pod, you know, getting ready, getting ready for school. Mm-hmm. Bell rings. It's time to it's time to put them in the room. But you you got to come down and and, and get there. Mm-hmm. You're you're the last one to show up because you're who knows where for duty, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for you to get there. You walk in. You're the last teacher to come in. Music starts playing. What is that music that is playing you in that says, "Uh oh, Nichols is here." What's that music? Oh what's the gosh. what's the music for Gator for, for Gator games when 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 you walk in and your team comes in? Oh, what that was welcome waving to my the flag. House. That was last year. Wasn't that welcome to my house? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if that would be my thing. It, it might even be two thousand and one, like the Gamecocks, because that, that that okay. Get a little cold chills when she mm-hmm. crescendo right there. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of hype songs that could. There are. There are a lot of really good hype songs yeah. Obviously, kids, this is, um, we do the clean versions of them. So. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Maybe even a sandstorm, right? Oof. Oof. You have to, like, get, get the down low and then, the like, <laughs> gradually build. <laughs> the white rag. And, and, and sandstorm is, like, is bad electronica. Just bad electronica. Bad electronica. <laughs> On t- I mean, You're uh, talking to a bass nectar fan over yes. here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. It, 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 what it, was yours? Uh, I have I have actually a couple like uh, the one that was not I shouldn't do but um, I think to kind of encapsulates you know the energy that I'm going to bring mm-hmm. is let the bodies hit the floor. Oh my word! You know, good <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. Wait a minute, I, I mean, might, but, I it, might but it's go, not a school appropriate. I might go back in black. Ooh, that's a good that one. one. That's a good one. I might do that. Though I did thunderstruck. Maybe oh, we'll go ooh. that one. Maybe. Well, uh, well, what, what did um, what did uh, Jeff Coat say? She said. Um, she, she crazy did, train. No. Crazy train. Somebody, That's good somebody, one too. somebody did ACDC as well. That wasn't me. Okay, who it wasn't me. But um, <laughs> I, I thought another a funnier one would be um Rick Astley together forever because or that's what the kids n- well, are going to be with. Never hey. going to give you up. Ooh yes, I, I I like all those. We can Rick roll people yes. all day long. Oh, you <laughs> know. Never gonna give the, you up. 
I do love, and I and I do love Rick Astley. I really do. I mean, that's not that's not just a Rick Roll thing. I really do like. I him. do. I do too. Yeah. He's got a great voice. Oh, he does. And if you look at him now, he hasn't aged a day. He's like Paul Rudd. It's crazy. It is. It's true. I mm-hmm. saw him on Twitter. Oh. He doesn't look much different. Red I don't really know who you are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Prickett is a little bit there. is a little bit younger than us. Oh my um, but she's a baby. Yeah. Okay, so um, that's all the questions yeah. the questions that we had for you today. Uh, I and enjoyed chatting with you people today. We loved it. Um, yeah. This is nice. this is one of the highlights for us. Uh, and this all, all, hopefully all this will go up at one time so students can select, oh, I want to read about, I want to see what Miss Nichols has to say. I want to see about Miss Prickett or, you know, vice versa. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, should be so coming pretty soon. Yeah, it should be coming out. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to try to put them out tomorrow. Oh, all of them? Well, all of them, because mm-hmm. I'll have them all. I'm just waiting to get them all, and then I'm putting them up um, through a different podcast software, and then podcast Sounds software. Good. Is that what I said? Yeah. Okay. So we end this. Um, we have a, a an You're outro. Not make me sing. Oh no, no, we're okay, not gonna make you sing. Goodness. Not yet. Because that's something I cannot do. Yeah. We're gonna make an outro. Our, our outro is because um, it's called Gator Tales. So we say later, Gators. Right? Is that right? Yep. So on three. Later, Later gators. gators. Oh, I missed it. All right, one more time. One Later, time. Gators. One, two, three. <laughs> Later, Later, Gators. Bye, guys. Thank you. <laughs>